Welcome to episode three, Calm, a digital painting inspired by a lucid dream. My name is Sarah. You are very special to people in your life, and I know it's easy to forget that. The connections and love we have for our family, friends, and the community are most meaningful. None of us want to be pulled away from the people we love when the day comes that we have to leave this earth. We always need to know that our loved ones will be okay and that we'll see them again. What a strange predicament we are in, isn't it? To know we are not going to live forever and that sometimes senseless efforts we put into trying to live causes us to miss so many special moments in our lives. An intense lucid dream reminded me to not fear, to not hold on to the physical so desperately and I hope that you find something in my message and in the artwork that will bring you some sort of peace. The Lucid Dream. At the beginning of the dream, I am somewhere with a strikingly bright white light everywhere. Regardless of how bright it is, I can see. It doesn't blind me. It is more than mesmerizing. It's more than light. It feels like love. I look around and I see people walking. Their clothing is some sort of white cloth and there's a specific style that I can't put a description on. Fortunately for me, I realize I'm dreaming. My eyes become fixed on several spectacular white marble pillars that are massive and so tall they reach the sky and I cannot see the tops of them as they are covered by clouds and the cosmos. I'm in awe. The next part of the dream is difficult to explain to people, but I'll do my best. I realize something strange. I am in a place where people go when they die. And in this place, my two nieces, Raquel and Bella, and my nephew, Vince, is with me. In this moment, I don't spend time trying to analyze why they are here, because I'll do that when I wake up, and I don't want to disrupt the flow of the dream. My nieces and nephew follow me as we explore this waiting place in the afterlife. We walk and walk, and eventually, the white light bends into a beautiful pathway. The four of us come across an old-fashioned car off to the side, and we all get in. We leave the driver's seat empty, I sit in the front passenger seat, Raquel, Bella, and Vinny in the back. The car starts to drive. We enjoy this, of course, and eventually we get the idea that we should try to make the car fly. Our thoughts and continuous requests for the car to fly makes it happen. The car lifts off the ground. I look in the passenger side mirror and I could see Vince's reflection, his face filled with eternal happiness, which almost brings me to tears. I love him and my nieces so very much. We are laughing and excited while we continue this charade of flying and landing back on the ground. To me, this is a priceless dream memory. Not in an abrasive way, but I am suddenly alone in a blue sky and I do not have a physical body. I am floating and at bird's eye view, I admire a massive land of countless trees that are perfectly aligned. It's a sight of absolute gorgeousness. 
For some strange reason, I am instantly aware that my brother-in-law, Vince, is walking by the trees far down below. I can't see him, but I could sense his sadness. And I ask him, what's wrong? But no sound comes out of me. I realize I'm speaking to him telepathically. And telepathically, he responds with, I miss Connie. Now I can literally feel his heartache. Vince and Connie are the parents of Vince, Raquel, and Bella, whom I mentioned earlier. It is known to me that all of us are in some sort of waiting place in the afterlife, yet my sister Connie is not with us. I try to cheer him up as I float down to the aligned trees and I circle around one tree. Look what I could do. You should do it. This is fun. At this point, I still don't have a body and neither does Vince, but it's very strange because we are there. I try to encourage him to fly with me, but he doesn't want to. He physically appears. I watch him pace along the paths in deep thought. My heart is broken for him, and there is nothing more to discuss. He chooses to wait for my sister before he will allow himself any sort of happiness in this place. I wake up. Dream Breakdown in many of my dreams, it's as if I already know where I am and what it means. It's as if somebody already gave me the details before I got there. So let's talk about the people that I saw in the dream. The instant knowledge I had about me being in a waiting place after death was not scary to me. And what I understood was the people there were waiting for the rest of their loved ones to join them. Let's talk about the white light. While being in such a serene and beautifully lit environment, I felt unconditional love and belonging. There was no fear. I very much questioned what this white light was. Um, to me, it's some sort of energy filled with love and happiness that I just cannot explain. I don't think that there's anything on earth that could explain that. So I felt that it was important to talk about it. Let's talk about my nephew and nieces, Vincent, Raquel, and Bella. When I realized my nieces and nephews were with me, I still felt the need to protect them, guide them, and be with them. At that literal time in my life, 2015, they were all between the ages of five and eight, so they were also the same ages at that time in my dream. In the dream, my nieces and nephews were not in fear, but we stayed together, which shows me that love is eternal, love is unconditional, the most important things in life are the people we love. I have always been very close to my nieces and nephews, so it makes sense that love can transcend time, space, and dreams. The joyful feelings we experienced together were not unfamiliar as we had many laughing attacks together in waking life. So when we were flying in the car, it was simply fun. Maybe this part of the dream was a reminder for me to enjoy life, to continue laughing, exploring, and to have the spirit of a child once in a while. Okay, so let's talk about my brother-in-law, Vince. Telepathically communicating with my heartbroken brother-in-law was actually very special. My attempt at easing his pain was genuine, like I had mentioned. I could literally feel his broken heart while he waited for the love of his life, my sister, to join him. 
that part of the dream still gets to me. Vince's love for Connie was so special, it was a reminder of what a soulmate can mean. And where is the role we play as individuals to help one another through pain? How much more effort can we put into trying to make each other happy, to be there, to just listen, to be present? There is so much to delve into here. I want to talk about the explanation of the painting. You already know the white pillars in the painting are a representation of what I saw. Of course, I never saw the top of the pillars during the dream, but I decided to create what I believe it could have looked like if I would have been granted the ability to float to the top of the pillars. The bright white light from my dream inspired the brighter part of this painting, which I almost left out, but my fiance said to keep it. So who is the beautiful woman in the painting? I want you to take a guess, and it's obviously not me. It was only fitting to have the woman be my sister, Connie. Her husband is Vince, the one that was waiting for her on the massive land of trees. Waiting and waiting with a sweet sadness. His only goal was to be reunited with her again. Another reason I decided to have the woman be my sister is that she has been a big promoter of meditation and working on oneself. She is a perfect example of how to be strong, how to be wise, and how to be calm even during times of distress. So I wanted the character in this painting to represent all of that. This painting was inspired by a lucid dream resembling what an afterlife may look like. Maybe there is a place where some spirits go to wait for the rest of their loved ones to join them. While they wait, maybe they pace across a land of perfectly aligned trees. Maybe they wait in a blanket of bright white light that doesn't hurt the eyes. And maybe we are all at the top of a pillar in the middle of the cosmos, waiting for our turn to wake up. By the way, don't forget that you belong. You are worthy of being in this world and the people in your life love you. I wish you love, and I hope that you reach out to somebody today and remind them that you love them. Please let me know what you took away from this episode, and thank you so much for staying until the end. Until next time, always create. My name is Sarah Fierro. By the way, if you love the artwork in this post, I am offering it as a print. And connect with me on social media at Sarah Fierro Art.